Shake the Room, Fire Nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1457 of EO Fire, where I interview today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And check out our free podcasting course, Fire Nation. If you want to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, freepodcastcourse.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Brendan Beneshot. Brendan, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do it. Yes. Brendan is the COO and co-founder at TopTal, a private network for the top 3% of freelance software engineers and designers that started from his dorm room and then scaled to more than $80 million a year with almost no outside funding. Brendan, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. To start with TopTal, I mean, we're, we're a network of the top 3% of software engineers and designers from all over the world and companies like Emirates and Harvard Medical School and Shopify and lots of startups and dev shops and banks and governments, et cetera, hire us to join their team and help solve some of their toughest technical problems. Um, my personal life, uh, since we started this from my dorm room a little over five years ago, has been kind of nonstop TopTel, and we set it up as a completely remote company. And so for me personally, and as well as a lot of TopTel, that has meant a, a, a lot of travel all over the world. And kind of this idea of, uh, one, while we're young and, and working in this remote setup and everything, we, we can and we have the luxury to be able to travel and kind of live the lifestyle that we want. But also, uh, it actually benefits the business in all sorts of significant and uh, kind of beautiful ways. And so we end up recruiting people that were, would have never been on, on our radar had we not decided to pick up and travel kind of for the last several years. I love this. And Fire Nation, if you are recognizing Brendan's voice right now, you are truly a Fire Nation faithful because this guy was episode 132 of EO Fire. So that is over 1,325 episodes ago. In fact, we were talking pre-interview a little bit that back then he was around 5 mil or so in revenue. And now again, he's closing in on a $100 million a year in revenue. So just to see where Brendan and TopTal have gone in the past, you know, not even four years yet. So just just under four years is just amazing to see. So I just had to bring him back, you know, an EO Fire alumni to kind of fill us in on these last four years. And, you know, he's learned a lot. So I want him to drop some value on our heads from all of that. And Brenda, that's kind of where I want to start today because, you know, you have a specific area of expertise. So kind of expound upon that just a little bit, but then Give us two value bombs within this niche that you have really acquired that you think Fire Nation needs to know. I mean, I'd say that the expertise is probably around setting up a remote company and leveraging a lot of the latest technologies and trends to make that happen and really kind of being one of the pioneers in this space. I think we're, if we're not the largest fully remote company that doesn't have a single office, we're certainly one of the the largest. And so we've learned a lot and uh, made some mistakes as well along the way. And I think the other aspect that I've gotten kind of a crash course in over the last few years is how to actually operate and scale a hyper growth company in a bootstrapped way where we didn't raise tens or hundreds of millions of dollars like a lot of Silicon Valley companies typically do. We raised a tiny bit of money in the beginning and kind of stuck it in a bank account as a rainy day fund and then operated like a bootstrapped company for the last five years. And that, to me, that means you need to have a lot of certainty around how much money you have right now and how much money you're going to have, say, at the end of the week. And whatever the difference is there is how much you get to invest to make sure that next week you grow even more. And so 
having a lot of discipline around that type of measurement. And even though we're making significant amounts of, of money, it's a really amazing business. Uh, we're, we're really aggressive um, around how we actually invest that and reinvest it at any point in time. And so even though there's $100 million coming out of TopTal right now, uh, it's nobody's taking big paydays or anything like that. It's very much a, a constant reinvestment back into the business, asking down to every dollar practically of how can we best spend this or invest it to make sure that we're set up for the long term because we're not going for a a quick flip of a business either. We've turned down acquisition offers in the, to the tune of $500 million uh, over the last couple of years. And that's just not what we're about. We think that this can be a 10 or $100 billion opportunity that really changes the world and how high-level work gets done. And in order to do that, you need 10, 20 years to build a Microsoft-type scale company. So I, I guess you asked me about two valuable takeaways if you hire really good, high-level, like amazing people, um, like tremendous problem solvers, you don't need a lot of infrastructure to, to accomplish amazing things. It's when you hire lower-level people that you really need a lot of systems and fail-safes and processes and infrastructure in place, uh, and then people can really thrive. And so when you're a, a remote company, especially creating things from scratch or you're a startup and so you're kind of going from either zero to one or one to 50 or 50 to 100, you you don't have the benefit of having a lot of infrastructure. And so you need to hire extremely smart, self-motivated, driven adults who can accomplish problems and, or solve problems and accomplish things on their own with kind of minimal direction from you. And so the the direction that they do get from you, I think, is really, really important, though. And so we're a fan of talking about this idea at TopTel of when you're when you're on the top tell team, we have to have perfect alignment of what our vision is. Like, what are we building towards now and in the future? And then along the way, what is our value system in order to get there? And so, we usually call those first principles. And what you can do having that direction one year, five years out as a goal, and then also the value system along the way of what what how we operate in order to get there. Two people can be in different rooms or different countries or different planets. It doesn't matter. And they can kind of derive in any one situation how they should proceed and what they should do to in order to accomplish these goals. And so it's an upfront investment to make sure that the vision is crystal clear and the first principles are crystal clear along the way, but it pays off every single day of operating a company. And even if you're sitting in the same office or if you're fully distributed across the entire world like we are, I think that's the most valuable takeaway that I've had or I've gotten throughout this entire experience. Now, Brendan, you mentioned mistakes. So before we get to number two of your value bombs, I kind of want to do a little insert here and talk about like one of your biggest mistakes that you've made. Because you said, you know, you've done a lot of things right, but you know, you've also found out some things that you'd obviously would do differently. Like what's one of those, the biggest things that you would have done differently or one of the biggest mistakes you've made in the last four or five years? Hiring is, is a very difficult thing for a lot of companies. And it's been difficult for us as well, but not in a way that it is for most companies. For TopTel, we have this benefit that there's thousands of really amazing software engineers inside the, the TopTel network, since that is what we do as a service. And so we don't have any problem hiring technical talent. Um, and then when we go to hire for most positions within the company, what I've always done is I've kind of gone into the TopTel network and picked somebody out who's an engineer 
and tremendous problem solver, and then they've be, become a you know, sales engineer or some other, they filled some other role at the company. And that's worked extremely well. Where it's become very difficult, and for, for us at least, uh, was when we needed to hire people that had an expertise or an, a set of skills that we did not have internally. And they weren't the sorts of things that a, that a smart person could just figure out. And so this might be legal, like in-house general counsel. It might be mean a CFO or VP of finance or PR or a number of other things where you really need uh, some outside expertise. Maybe even legally you need like defined sets of expertise. And a you know, smart person just can't become like your company's attorney. Uh, and so doing that is has been very challenging. And I think we... We almost underdeveloped our our recruiting and training processes because we had like we didn't need it for so long because almost all the positions internal to the or core to the company we were able to fill by hiring people through the top town network that when it came time to uh, act like a much bigger company and fill some of these larger roles um, it was very difficult and so another aspect of that is when you grow the way that we've grown as one of the co-founders, like doing this for my dorm room five years ago at Princeton, it was, I had the benefit of doing almost every role within the company myself. And so we top tells a pretty straightforward business. You have thousands of engineers applying to work with us every week and thousands of companies coming to work with us every week. And we have very complex screening processes on either side. And we have to make sure that they line up in the middle and that people are actually thriving when they work together here, of course. And I used to be recruiter and screener and salesperson and kind of in finance, <laughs> finance guy and, and you know, machine learning expert and like all these things inside of TopTel. And then when we go to scale, you hit the accelerator as hard as you can. And inevitably, there are bottlenecks in all these different pipelines. And so our process has been find the bottleneck, diagnose it, and fix it. And that might mean writing some software to automate something. It might mean hiring somebody. It might mean changing the process. But at least when it meant that we had to hire somebody, which is a, might be the perfect solution. Maybe you need another salesperson on your team, for example. I had the benefit of really sort of understanding myself how this role functions and how it should function and had some experience and really just a base level of competence before trying to delegate anything and what has been very difficult uh, at this company and every company I've been at is when you try to hire somebody or delegate something that you don't truly understand yourself. And what I try to do is, I think a mistake that I see a lot of people make and I've made as well is not diving in and figuring out something myself and then trying to delegate it, like trying to essentially outsource the thinking or hire somebody to solve a problem um, for me. And that's absolutely the number one mistake I try to avoid. Fire Nation, people come to me all the time. They're just like, John, like I'm looking to hire my first virtual assistant because you know I don't know how to edit my podcast or to you know post this or post that. I'm like, well, first and foremost, like you need to acquire those skills so that you can then train your virtual assistant into doing it how you want it to be done, and then you know when things aren't being done right and how they need to be corrected. I mean, that is a really important step in the process, Fire Nation. Now, Brendan, back to you with that number two value bomb on your area of expertise. Becoming a remote company, I think, is by far the best thing that you can do. And you don't necessarily have to be 100% all in as a, a co-founder or entrepreneur now, but you need to be able to embrace 
merit over proximity uh, as a, as a company. And so that means if you if you're at a company right now and you can't go to LinkedIn and hire anybody that you need, it means by definition you can't hire the best people in the world for the positions that you have, and that's a horrible place to be as an entrepreneur. And so it's not easy, and it takes a lot of, uh, I guess, setup and continual setup to operate effectively as a remote or uh, co-located company. But it's absolutely worth it because you can, I mean, just access a global talent pool that you can't otherwise. Brennan, what's something that you've changed your mind about just in the last six months? Like what's something that you used to believe that you just believe differently now? I may have known this before, but I think I've, I've gotten a lot more certain about it. I think that engineers make very good salespeople and maybe not for every company, but engineers and and some of them just don't want to, or some of us don't want to talk to people. And obviously that's maybe a non-starter, but I think that engineers are tremendous problem solvers. And so, especially as your first hire for a sales function at a company, if you can hire somebody from an engineering background who is going to solve problems and be data-driven and experiment like crazy and use analytics to drive things forward the way that an engineer has kind of done by training their entire academic career or professional career, uh, it doesn't matter if they're slightly less uh, you know, personable or enthusiastic or charismatic or whatever they're going to be more successful in the long run and they're going to set you up for not one-off success, but repeatable, scalable success because it's going, they will have proven what actually works and, and helped build real business pipelines rather than leverage a short-lived network. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense, Brendan. And kind of what I want to move into now is while we're moving forward is what are you today most fired up about? I am very fired up about TopTel's expansion into enterprise, into the enterprise space. So we're doing, I mean, we're flying past 100 million a year in, in revenue. Well, and take a step back real quick and just kind of maybe break down in a couple of sentences exactly the core functionality of TopTel and then what this move in enterprise means for you. We're a network of really senior uh, or elite software engineers and designers all over the world. And so companies come to us when they need to hire these types of individuals uh, directly onto their team. And so that means that we do work with with companies all over the world, startups, dev shops, agencies. Um, and traditionally, it hasn't been so much in the enterprise space. So the, the enterprise space to me means kind of Fortune 2000 or a company that makes that does over 500 million a year in annual revenue. And that's not the world that I'm from, or really most people at TopTel are from. We always kind of came from Silicon Valley and startup land. And things function very differently in the enterprise world. By differently, do you mean a lot slower? <laughs> that's one way that they're very <laughs> But they're also huge. And huge. a lot of tremendous innovation comes out of enterprise uh, clients as well. And so by enterprise, we're talking like Apple, Google, Facebook, uh, you know, and much more traditional types of companies as well. I mean, there's railroad companies, um, like universities. These, these are all enterprise type companies. And to, to do business with an enterprise company in a meaningful way, you have to act like a, a big company yourself in many ways. And so 
legally, uh, you need to have the right infrastructure. You need to be able to deal with their procurement departments and all sorts of things that like I didn't even know existed as somebody who came from Silicon Valley. And we've been putting it in the infrastructure for a, a while now to make it so that we can do significant business with the, you know, the Apples and Googles of the world. And we pulled the trigger on this just under a year ago and dozens and dozens of the largest companies in the world are doing amazing work with TopTal. And it has been much slower than our kind of expansion in the, in the software space. I mean, sorry, the startup space where you know, a salesperson focusing on startups at TopTal could bring in five clients in a day. And that wouldn't even be a crazy day. But for in the enterprise space, they're never going to bring in five clients in a single day. It takes months of working with them and going back and forth on legal and talking to the right people and getting the right sponsorship and, and buy-in across an organization. But when you do, uh, it's kind of the sky is the limit. And you really start doing some interesting work and things that affect millions of people and really transfer or shift value in industries in, in huge ways that most startups just don't. And so to top tell, this is really exciting because that, that being able to be on a, a different type of bleeding edge in terms of technology that actually impacts you know, millions or billions of people and transfers value in industries and in completely new ways and the ways of the future uh, is, is amazing. And then the, the, addressable, the total addressable market here is obviously enormous as well. I mean, some people say that software development is a trillion-dollar industry. And so the, in terms of growth for TopTal, it's non-trivial. Well, Fire Nation, we have literally a trillion dollars of value waiting for you in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Are you stuck for ideas on how to create an amazing logo, website design, or social media background? Let's face it, for some of us, design just isn't our expertise. Luckily, I've got just the place, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. Step four, pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D dot com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your project on DesignCrowd. The team we built here at EO Fire is integral to our success as a business. Without them, we wouldn't have time to connect with Fire Nation and continue to grow. If you're looking for quality candidates who can help you free up time and connect with your audience and grow your business, then ZipRecruiter.com can help. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, Fire Nation, try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash 
fire. Brendan, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yep, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't think anything has ever held me back from becoming an entrepreneur. I was kind of hustling and coming up with my own ways of doing things ever since high school and even into university. Uh, I guess my freshman year as a chemical engineer at a hard school, that was holding me back a little bit. So I took three years off and did did entrepreneurial stuff, uh, lots and lots of different companies. And then went back to school to finish, had three years left of an undergraduate degree. And within a few months of going back, I started other things in my dorm room and was pitching a business plan competitions and doing consulting and freelance type type software development work and everything. So it's it's nothing has ever stopped me from doing it. I've always found a way. What's the best advice you've ever received? Just start. I think Tom Zaki said this at a TED talk that he gave at Princeton several years ago, and I really liked it. So it was, I guess the context is when's the best time to start a company uh, or kind of when's the best time to do anything that you're really itching to do. And the advice was just start. Like you're going to make mistakes along the way, but honestly, if you're moving fast enough to be successful, like just expect mistakes and the mistakes are fine. Just make sure that you correct them along the way and deal with them appropriately. But just start. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I think hiring tremendous problem solvers is a personal habit. I interview people almost every day. And on interviews, I always try to to learn something from people. And I look for people that can relay complex ideas in very simple terms and make see if they see things that I don't. Um, and then make sure that they I'm coming away from a conversation feeling like this person's just relentlessly resourceful and super smart. And the types of the type of person that like, wow, this this guy or girl is going to be successful no matter what. And if you can feel like that, uh, after an interview. So it's not like, yeah, I think this person's pretty good, but it's like, hell yeah, this person's amazing. Um, that's, that's what I go for on interviews and that's been very successful. Can you share an internet resource like TopTal with a fire nation? This might've been my same answer a few years ago. Wow. This book, but it's going to be Quora for sure. So Quora is a amazing question and answer site with lots of like university professors, um, People like Elon Musk are, are on there, lots of like particle physicists and NASA researchers, et cetera. And it's just this fantastic community that started out as Silicon Valley where you can ask any question and ask specific people to answer, and they do. Uh, you know, Jimmy Wales, uh, the creator of Wikipedia, is a heavy user on there, and lots and lots of people like him. And then other people that might be a lot more specific. I mean, there's great answers on there about what was it like to be in the World Trade Center on 9-11. And there's firsthand accounts of these beautiful stories that uh, I think are only exist on on Quora. And so I spend time on it every single day. And I, I ask a handful of questions when I need advice. And that's actually a good place to recruit people too, is go look about what people are talking about. Collabshot.com was your resource back in 2012. <laughs> ah, interesting. <laughs> Collabshot's still pretty good. Cool. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Again, you asked me this a few years ago, and I, I would say the same answer, but... Do you remember what the answer was? I think it was The Leadership Pill. It was! It's right here. That's amazing. <laughs> I've read a lot of books since then, and I actually had a baby in the last year as well. Oh, and so there's some really good parenting books that I recommend to people, but business books, I think 
rework by Jason Fried and uh, DHH, the 37 Signals founders, is is really, really good. A pretty quick read, um, very entertaining, and just one of those books where you end up, if you're an annotator or an underliner of books, you end up, you might as well just underline the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's not a huge read fire nation, so it's not like it's going to be a ton of underlining. Like You're going to take away great value. You're going to be done in a couple hours and move on. Now, Brendan, let's end on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. In addition to just setting up your company to be remote, I think that's one of the best things that you can do right now. If you're bootstrapped, or even if you're not bootstrapped as a company, I think a really amazing way to to get value quickly and cheaply, and sometimes in significant ways, is to offer value. And the one of the ways that I've been very successful at this is by writing. And don't consider myself to be a very good writer, but and certainly not fast. But I can sit down and spend five, 10 hours to get a first draft of something that I think is really good. I think the, the internet does not need more fluffy content. So it can't be fluff. It needs to be kind of A plus and you don't publish something if it's not A plus and go get help and feedback from other people until it's A plus down to the, the title and the intro and the conclusion and the takeaways and the, the bold parts and everything it needs to be amazing and you'll kind of know it when you have it. When you when you do that and you put it out in the world, whether it's on Medium or your own blog or, or something like that, or Quora even, uh, so many amazing things happen. We've done this in many times excuse me, many times at TopTel where posts have gone viral and they've either gotten resyndicated on they've like shot up to the top of Hacker News or they've been resyndicated on the like leading publications or like Tim Ferriss emailed me and asked me to if I could publish something on his website and like the Tim Ferriss thing, for example, that was, I spent eight hours on a plane to New Zealand writing a post and then it went up on his site and we easily have made $2 million from that one post. <laughs> and so this, this, this writing, but not writing fluff, writing like really impactful things that people remember and can use out there as a strategy, I think is an, a, an amazing tool where you're create, you can create value from almost nothing. I mean, you're just converting your time and effort into value that will come back over and over and over. And so if you're a big company or a small company, that is a tool that you should use. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? My email is brendanatoptile.com. So you can shoot me an email. Um, I always put it out there in interviews. It's B-R-E-A-N-D-E-N at toptal, T-O-P-T-A-L.com. Uh, might not be able to respond immediately, but I will respond. So happy to connect. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with BB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And if you want to just have a nice chuckle, go back and listen to episode 132 to see a, a much younger JLD and BB chatting away to see what was going on in our worlds back then. And of course, head over to eofire.com. Just type Brendan in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up as well as will episode 132. And you can get all the links links to everything that we've been talking about today. And guys, when the founder and COO of, you know, a, what is it now, almost nine figure a year company gives you his email address and you have questions, like utilize it. Brendan at toptail.com. That's B-R-E-A-N-D-E-N at toptail, T-O-P-T-A-L.com. 
And of course, TopTal is a great company and TopTal.com slash fire is going to get you some pretty awesomeness if you want to check out that link. So Brendan, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much. Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Brendan today. I mean, there's a guy at a hundred million dollar a year company chatting with us. Pretty cool. And you know this, goals equal success. And with thefreedomjournal.com, you, Fire Nation, will be accomplishing your number one goal in just a hundred days. So I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Looking for quality candidates to help you grow your business? Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.